I'll come back, Ross. Uh, there he is. Sorry. No, you're not. No, you're right, I'm not. <laughs> Welcome everyone, it's another episode of the Long Snapper podcast. When we previewed the AFC, you all thought that would be it, didn't you? But we are back to preview the NFC. Adam is hosting, that would be me. Um, I'm joined by Rich Newnham, hello Rich. Good evening. Russell Milsom, hello Russ. Hello. Patrick Jackson, evening Pat. Evening Adam, how are you? And uh, I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for asking. And of course, the great Mark Salen. How are you, sir? <laughs> Hello, you. <laughs> He's back. Did you miss him? And to be honest, given, given that you thought that the, the AFC would be the only one that you did, um, it made sense given how shit some of the punditry was on it um, by people who aren't here. It, was, <laughs> it, it, it should have been, been where you stopped, frankly. Well, well let's get this out of the way now. Um, we, as a podcast, decided that the New England Patriots were going to make the playoffs. I didn't. Um, but Good. Neither did I. Actually, we should change that to a dictatorship. It would have worked better. The Patriots wouldn't have been in the playoffs that way. I think um, we just, but here we are. It, it needs to be taken into account that basically anything Craig says in preseason doesn't count. Because, you know... Take, out, he... the bit of, take out the bit that said preseason from that statement. <laughs> Fact, yes. But because I'm fairly sure he also said that he thought the Jets were going to get eight wins, and pfft. yeah. Well, they are playing the Patriots twice. <laughs> that's, that's that's NFC Championship bound play the Patriots, right? <laughs> AFC Championship bound. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ! I've never heard so much shit come out of one person's mouth. You know, since I was listening to an episode of NFL Fantasy Football podcast, it's. It's unbelievable. I don't, I don't know any of those. Move on. <laughs> yeah, that's your mistake for listening to them. <laughs> Fact, that's true. I won't make that mistake. Again. I'll probably be blocked from listening to it now. I mean, uh, there probably won't be any more of those anyway. That's, that's a good point. But, uh, I mean, if, if the Patriots have a winning record, I'll I'll be astounded. They will, will, you let, will you let Craig suplex you? <laughs> <laughs> What's this obsession with Craig wanting to suplex me through a table? I mean, uh, I'm on board with yeah, I'm, I'm sure you are. He's, <laughs> seemingly, he's got this obsession that, that Cam Newton is all of a sudden going to become Cam Newton of 2013. And it's like, honestly, it blows my mind how he did, continues to think that team is going to be relevant. Did, did we not think, or did he, and I think I did at one point early last season as well, think exactly the same? Yes. Yeah, Cam Newton, we, at we this ha- point last season, we're going to do exactly the same thing. And then we watched Cam Newton for a whole season have what is could only be described as a baby arm. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. holding yeah. an apple. Me, me and Craig even um <laughs> me and Craig even had a bet who was gonna have more yards, him or Phil Rivers last season, and he got throwing and rushing, and I still won. And he still thinks Cam's gonna be good this year. I just I like I mean, Jesus Christ. I like the fact that we've wasted three minutes at the start of this podcast. Was an hour and forty what last week not not enough? No, <laughs> clearly not, because you came to that conclusion. I mean, well, let, let's be honest. The AFC is by far the superior conference, which we'll get to. Um, yeah. But first, before we get to any of that, uh, we are going to, as is tradition on this podcast, bring you a quiz. And it's not me this week. Rich, you've got something. I have. Uh, I have definitely not ripped off anything from House of Games. 
and by definitely not I mean I have obviously uh, they had ideas though. yeah that's Russ <laughs> that's Russ's thing they're ripping off Russ I am ripping off both House of Games and Russ no no, uh, no. that's fine you're ripping but... off Russ which isn't fine I've ripped off a different game from House of Games, which was called Opposites Attract. Uh, So the idea of the game is that I give you a clue and you have to work out what the opposite of that clue is. And they were pretty loose with opposites, so I've been pretty loose with it as well. So if the hint is banned and the clue is king, that would be correct. And if the hint is... prince. And if the hint is Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals and the clue is Mary and the Rubbish Black and White Nightmare Trousers, the answer would be... Cats. <laughs> sure. I was expecting you to say dogs. Um, yeah. Uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Do we sort of understand where we're going with this? You all have your buzzers with your names on it? Yeah. Uh, and of course, this is absolutely not a rip-off because we're doing it based on NFL players, teams and coaches. Sure. Okay. Okay. All right. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think the BBC are coming for us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope not. Or indeed, knowing we exist. Right. Uh, so, your first clue is Los Demonios Drainers. Right. It started well. It started well. Adam. Go on, Adam. The Los Angeles Chargers. Correct. Adam seems to have worked out how this one works. Your second clue is Tom Narn. <laughs> Mark? Go on, Mark. Tom Brady? No. Going with opposites. Yeah, I still don't understand. <laughs> so what's the opposite of Tom? Modge? Mott? Mott. Oh, <laughs> wow, this is this has gone badly. Jerry. Oh, Adam. Correct. Adam. Jerry Rice. Correct. Because Rice is the opposite of Nan. Correct. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck actually off. <laughs> no. Rice is not loose. an opposite of Nan. <laughs> How is Rice the opposite of Nan? That's a compliment of Nan. Yeah, like. You have both, surely. Anybody that has rice? Would you like? Would you like rice or naan? Uh, <laughs> both. both? Please. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is it a rice would be a pizza. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, it's equally as ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Number three. Useless illiterate. Useful reader. It's close. Is it though? <laughs> Doesn't seem close. No. No. All right, I'm gonna give you a hint. It's a coach. Possibly one of my favourite coaches. Pat. Go on, Pat. Andy Reid. Andy uh, Reid. Hold on. So, hold on. So, how how can you tell me how these are opposites in, in any way, shape, or form? So, useless and handy. Oh, fucking suck my dick. <laughs> like, I'm not playing anymore. We weren't aware you were playing to start with. Well, <laughs> this is fucking stupid. Sorry, Rich, if you put a lot of effort into this, but it's bullshit. <laughs> About 10 minutes. 
<laughs> which clearly shows. <laughs> All right. So it's 2-1. Adam and Pat are on the board. Uh, the Fiverland Midgets. New York Giants. Russ, um, New York Giants. <laughs> Mark, Mark was in first. Of course he was. I was also going to say the New York Giants. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> Russ, despite shouting what he thought was the answer, is still in. The Fiverr land. Fiverr. Fiverr, like the money. Obviously a team. Tennessee Titans. Russ, Correct. Tennessee Titans. Correct. Russ gets a point. Uh, I mean, I mean, I will say that fucking an opposite of a midget that's is a not midget a titan. Is the opposite of a titan. What? Yeah. Do, do you I know like what? It. I'm enjoying it. I like it. Ten minutes, ten minutes of uh, <laughs> the prep is what gets you. I like the fact you both complained about the least tenuous part of that last one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We are going to go with the next one, which is Dover Macho Knocker. Adam. Go on, Adam. Callis Campbell. Correct. Fast work. Uh, next question, your next hint is secretive poor. This one's pretty tenuous, even compared to some of the rest. Wow. That's like <laughs> something. I mean, I want, I want to say it's someone's surname that is rich but oh, oh, I, oh I had a, like a dog's paw in my head yeah same <laughs> yeah, I don't know like no money I'm trying to think of rich as well but I can't alright it's coach it's coach that Adam and Pat won't much like Frank Reich Russ Frank Reich correct Russ Right. You're doing yeah. pretty well for a man who's uh, not playing. I mean, I, it's only because, well, it's a divisional coach. That's how I got it. <laughs> I know. I'm now basically having to give up on half of the game, but never mind. All right. Next hint is Los Demonios Avoiders. Russ. Russ is first. LA Rams. Correct. And that puts Russ. Could, Le- could you? Ad- Go on. No, sorry. Don't even bother explaining it. I'll just take the point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have got two more. So, countryside regular citizen. Kansas City Chief. Oh, fuck, I got. I can't remember my name. Russ. John Russ. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. Nope. Adam. I don't know. I was just going to rip off his answer. <laughs> <laughs> Countryside. Nice. Yeah. All right. Regular he's a citizen. He's a coach. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, I was thinking it was a team. Pass. Go on, Pat. Urban Meyer. Correct. All right. I'm going to give you one more. And it is... The Can't Courteous Hamlet Peasants. <laughs> Adam. Oh, I think Adam got in there just. Kansas City Chiefs. Correct. <laughs> and that puts Adam one point ahead of Russ, two points ahead of Pat, and three points ahead of, of Mark. You literally didn't get one. 
I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> and uh, apologies to everyone listening for the last 10 minutes. That's my fault. There's nothing wrong with simple questions and answers, Matt. There's nothing wrong with that format. I think we're, I think we're way past that. <laughs> We've been doing this five years. <laughs> I only do these quizzes so I don't have to answer questions. Russ looks genuinely angry. <laughs> I just don't know what to make of it all. Yeah, I feel like I need to reevaluate a lot of things. Uh, should, we, should we even do quizzes? <laughs> should I do quizzes is probably the question there. <laughs> maybe, you, maybe you need to go on to a, like a, a pre one pre-season rotation like Craig does the Super Bowl one. You're like <laughs> one in pre-season and that's it. That's comfortably the worst quiz I've ever done. It had potential. I think it was. I think the idea was was good. I should um, maybe have uh, put a little bit more time and effort into it. Nah, mm. it's all good. <laughs> yeah, that'd be very off brand, wouldn't it? It's true. <laughs> it would. It would. Shall, shall we preview some NFC stuff um, based on the fact that that's why we're here, and you know there are two conferences. I mean, we we largely don't care about the NFC on this podcast. Um, you know, other than, yeah, we pretty much don't. Um, but we, you know, in the interests of balance and the fact that we're really mainstream, then we should do it because we said. So let's give every team a detailed preview, shall we? And uh, okay. get that spring yard zone music going and start with the Dallas Cowboys. It's the return of Dak in Dallas. Can they pick up from the promising start they showed last season? If so, then it's back to the playoffs for the Cowboys. The New York Giants. A huge third season for Daniel Jones, who needs to prove if he's an NFL starting quality quarterback. The Giants live or die based on his level. Philadelphia Eagles. Easily the shittest team in the NFC. <laughs> uh, we'll come to that. Uh, the Washington football team. Fitz Magic at 38 years old without another credible QB on the roster. It seems unlikely they'll repeat that playoff berth, but with Riverboat Ron, who on earth knows? The Chicago Bears. Have the Bears finally found a legitimate starting quarterback to unlock the rest of their undoubtedly talented roster? The Detroit Lions. Another rebuild in Detroit and another year of being a non-contender. New head coach Dan Campbell is aiming for a throwback style team, but I wonder if he can throw it all the way back to the early 90s when the Lions were last any good. Were they? Uh, Barry Sanders, maybe. Um, Green Bay Packers. Green Bay seem to be trying to pull some, some kind of nothing-to-see-here trick after the off-season from hell, but the players are talking about the last dance. Sadly for them, Rodgers isn't anywhere near as successful as, as Michael Jordan, and I don't think that will change. A playoff loss again. Minnesota Vikings. Yes, they still have Dalvin Cook. Yes, they still have uh, Adam Thielen. And yes, they discovered Justin Jefferson. Unfortunately for Minnesota, they still have Kirk Cousins. <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons. Still can't get my head around that Carl Pitts pick or the Julio Jones trade. But just like the rest of his career, Matt Ryan is underrated and dangerous and Arthur Smith could be fun. Carolina Panthers. Was Darnold's problem the Jets, or was the Jets' problem Darnold? We'll soon find out because I'll have no excuse on a solid Panthers side. New Orleans Saints. Big changes in New Orleans with no Drew Brees and no Michael Thomas due to injury. 
The Saints' historic offensive strength now becomes their biggest weakness. Expect a losing record. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brady's getting another ring, isn't he? After last season, it just seems inevitable. Uh, Arizona Cardinals. The cards are going to be fun to watch. Imagine New Hopkins plus AJ Green if he's got anything left in the tank. But do I trust Kyler Murray? Just not sure I do. LA Rams. All of the early pre-season optimism for the LA Rams has come crashing down with that Cam Akers injury. All of the optimism around Stafford has just drained straight out of LA. San Francisco 49ers. A hugely exciting, intriguing team. Can Jimmy keep his job ahead of Lance? Can enough players stay fit for a playoff run? It'll be fun finding out. And finally, the Seattle Seahawks. Keeping Wilson always makes Seattle a contender, but there's still serious questions in that secondary, and the Seattle's defence struggles will continue. That was quite efficient. I feel like maybe I've forgotten the team. Who cares? <laughs> you could as you might as well have forgotten about most of the NFC East. Well, it does feel like that. In fact, let's let's start there. Get them, get them out of the way. Um, <laughs> Washington won it last year at seven and nine. Um, is it is it still Pony, or you know, are, are the Cowboys going to bring us a bit more? The Cowboys look like they should, um, but will they? Um, any other teams that might emerge from there? Obviously, one of them will emerge from there. Um, Russ, you mentioned the Eagles as the worst team in the <laughs> NFC. Yeah, well, the, the, yeah. Can, can anybody give me a decent argument to say that it's not going to be Philadelphia? I mean, they showed shoots of optimism um, with Jalen Hurts at the back end of last season. Um, but they've got next to no run game. I'm still not convinced by Sanders. They've got no receivers. They've got no O-line. And they've got no hope, as far as I'm concerned. They are, they are absolutely fucked. I, I would agree. I think they'll be right up there. I would also throw the Detroit Lions into the mix as a team that is definitely going to be one of the shittest in the end, certainly in the NFC, but absolutely in the NFL as well. They've got a coach who seems to be more interested in his players punching people than actually being any good. <laughs> in, in one of his recent press conferences, he, he alluded to the qualities he looks for in players. And it was the standard Dan Campbell stuff that you expect. So it's, you know, heart, fight, um, passion. At no point did he mention talent um and his <laughs> and his quarterback is jared goff so i mean at least at least that's gonna be at least that's gonna be mildly entertaining <laughs> that is that is fair <laughs> like that is fair. there is there is no redeeming features in philadelphia whatsoever yeah. well i'm gonna disagree with you i didn't even have them in my bottom three in the nfc i don't think they'll be bottom of that conference either having looked at the giants preseason they're absolutely imploding um there was, as you say, some green shoots of optimism for the Eagles last season. And while I don't see them making the playoffs, I don't see them being the worst team in the division. See, I agree with Russ and Mark on this. I think the Eagles and the Lions are just, just so awful. The biggest difference between those two sides, though, is that the, the Lions trade with the Rams gives them ammunition for the future. The Eagles don't have that. They don't seem to have anything... If I'm an Eagles fan, I'm looking at the next five, ten years and being quite depressed. 
I mean, at I... least at least they got that, at least they got that Super Bowl, though, eh? <laughs> Right. Do you know what I love, though, is the fact that we start talking about the NFC East and we immediately segue <laughs> to who's the shittest team in the NFL. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I love it. Although, although, having said all of that, right, I am weirdly optimistic about Washington. I think, <laughs> I, I think they have got yeah. a chance. I mean, they've got more than a chance yeah. of winning that division yeah. and being mildly successful, as, you know, as far as NFC East context goes. I think that is mostly down to Dak's health. I think if Dak's healthy, then I think the Cowboys 100%. are the best, most well-rounded team in that division. But I, I don't think that doesn't mean that Washington can't go to the playoffs. I think they can still get a wild card spot. I really like, I love the idea of a very, very, very solid defense giving Fitz a platform to just go out there and not give a fuck. And, and I really enjoy not give a fuck fits. That's the difference between those two is the fact that with Washington, it's questionable offense given who the quarterback is versus stellar. And that is a really stellar D versus the Cowboys who've got excellent offensive weapons and potentially excellent quarterback versus a defense that gave up fifth most points in the NFL last year. And they were, you know, almost worse than that. The, the, the Look at that. Look at the Cowboys. You know, you've got Zeke, you've got, Cooper, you've got CD Lamb, you know, they've got weapons. Yep. That's it it's it's potentially fun. But like you like you say, if Dak's if Dak's not upright, um it's well, it, it and it doesn't be... matter. Dak Dak can score forty points. If the defense has given up forty nine, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just think like Washington's offense, Ro- Rivera's done you know, I think he's done a really good recruitment job. And I think with Fitz, you know what you get with Fitzpatrick. He can he can run a bit. He can definitely throw. You know he's good for you know. You better believe he can throw. But <laughs> you know, did you know? I'm not too sure he went, where he went to university. But it's not. It's never been mentioned that. <laughs> um, but he's a bit the, thick, isn't he? The likes, he is, the he likes is. of a bit stupid. Uh, Curtis Samuel, which I think is an amazing acquisition. He was superb for Carolina over the last couple of years. And I think with him, McLaurin, I think Antonio Gibson showed absolute flashes of what he can do. And I think another year for him will be fantastic. And I think it it is Antonio Gibson, isn't it, before before somebody corrects me. And I think, like you say, that stellar defense, it just... It points. I. That's what makes me think that Washington are a more rounded side than Dallas. See, I, I've got, I've got to temper that a little bit. Much as I love Ron Rivera, and he might pull that team into the playoffs again. Um, this Fitz thing, uh, and I love Fitz. Don't get me wrong, absolutely love Fitz. But where he's been successful, it's always been in recent years. Anyway, it's always been a bit flashy, and it's generally been when he's backed up somebody or had like an, a younger, less consistent QB like on the roster, like in Tampa. And it's the same in Miami. You know, he's, he's trading places with someone. He's got that little battle. Now, if it's just him and you're relying on him, he's, 30, he's 38, he's turning 39 this season. Um, that's, that's old. You know, that, I, I, don't, I don't care about Brady. That's old. And <laughs> he's, he, he's got to be declining. And if, you, if you're just relying on him for... Yeah, to potentially be a playoff team, I just don't think that's enough. It, it's if they had all the weapons that Dallas did, fine, but they just don't. 
But I I disagree with that. I'm sort of I'm I'm not as bullish about their offense as Russ is, but I think it's a very decent collection of of individuals, and whether they gel or not is another question. But for me, when was the last time Fitzpatrick was actually the number one QB uh, in in a team? He's he's yeah, forever the point. backup. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but this but that's that's sort of. My counterpoint is this time he's getting a full preseason and all the reps during the season. He's not, you know, he's not seeing someone else get 90% of the reps in, you know, prior to the season, 90% of the reps until he has to step in and take over. He's actually the one that's going into all of those training sessions and running that offense. Rich, you're being logical. That's not how Fitzmagic <laughs> works. Don't, I, don't, don't I forget that there'll be a lot of fun. And I think that defense will keep him in games when he does throw three picks. Don't forget, this is a team that that hung around with the team that won the Super Bowl in the wildcard round last year with fucking Taylor Heineke. <laughs> um, if they can, if if they can, Go all on, they Russ. need, if if all they need to do is avoid. Go on, Russ. To, to, no, no, I'm not don't, doing it. Don't don't. Do it. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not twelve years old. If oh, we, please. <laughs> if we can, all he has to do is avoid costly turnovers. They've got the defence. And you might only need to win eight games to win that division. Can can I suggest that for the first time in quite a while, he's got a really uh, decent serviceable running back to be able to use as well. Yeah. And with the and, with and the weapons, weapons as well. Yeah. And, and I mean, he didn't get a lot of use in Tennessee, but you throw Adam Humphreys into that mix as a slot receiver as well. And I think he can... Well, I just, I just think they will have too much throughout the season. Like Dallas, Dallas's defense just worries me too much. Kurt Samuel's a really good pickup for them. Really good pickup. Really good pickup. I, I think honestly, I I, 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 yeah, they're definitely my pick for the East. I think the thing for me is that I've got a few teams that I noted down as potential, not wild card like playoff wild cards, but wild cards to be impactful late in the playoffs and for me the the Cowboys and the football team are both those types of teams where if things go right for them if things fall well for them and stuff clicks they could both make deep playoff runs or they could both fall apart they're very much in that bracket of the Bronco with the Broncos aren't they like really talented good deep rosters but dealing with problem like massive quarterback issues if the quarterback can be all right they're really strong teams if the quarterback is what you expect, then they'll probably go nowhere. Yeah, and like you say, the Cowboys' defense is the biggest question mark there. But That's defenses it. are very rarely that shit two years running. If nothing else, I'm looking forward to watching Chase Young look, make grown men look like boys. Oh, he's <laughs> he's phenomenal, that kid. Honestly, that that you know, despite what I just said earlier, that Washington defense might I like might one. actually be enough. <laughs> I just thought of Chase Young. I mean, uh, that just the thought of watching that guy again. Anyway, um, we've just talked about the NFC East for far too long. Uh, we should probably move on. Are we? Um, are the, we picking a division winner? Well, we'll, we'll do. We'll do all that at the end. I think that's okay. We, you know, we'll, we'll, are we'll we not going to do the same, similar sort of thing with uh, picking our division winners and the wild cards like we did last time? Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it all afterwards. We'll have a bit of a general chat first, and then we'll argue about it. And forget all our original points in okay. a bit. Um, we we touched on the Bucks and obviously coming off a, a Super Bowl win with an eighty-seven-year-old Tom Brady. Um, mm. We have to ask if they can do it again. Now, 
I mean, Brady, he he was declining a couple of years ago. We all saw it. And he, he seemed to have a, a new lease of life, found his arm again and you know, lit it up for the Bucks. Can can he keep going? Steady on. <laughs> well, relative to expectations, certainly my expectations, he did. He was he like, let's not let's not forget in a lot of those games, like especially the was it the Packers game last year, they won despite him, not because of him. And he was, you know, he was perfectly serviceable. And with annoyingly, with the talent in that roster on both sides of the ball, he only needs to be serviceable and they'll be good. Um, but it's I, I I just hope and pray he doesn't because fuck me, I've had enough of him. That's oh, that's the that's the frustrating thing is that this roster is just so in, insanely talented and they've managed to bring back pretty much all of it again. Yeah. And and I mean, I said at the start of last season that I thought the Bucks would be hilariously up and down throughout the year and scrape into the playoffs, maybe. And I think they'll probably have the same season. But if they get in the playoffs, they can be dangerous again. Well, that's kind of what happened, isn't it? They weren't. They were they seven weren't and five dominant throughout the they, regular yeah, season. Yeah. Seven and five at one point. Yeah. 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 They're not. They're not a dominant. The the thing, the biggest advantage they have this year is that the Saints are going to be shit. So they'll have more games that they can win in division than ever before. And the Panthers, yeah, okay, maybe they've solved their quarterback thing, but Darnold could still be heavily scarred from his time in, in New York. So who knows? They they could be just three awful teams and the Bucks in that division. Yeah, the Panthers are still worse across the board than the Bucks. That's not necessarily a massive criticism, but it's true. It, yeah, and the, the problem that, that the Panthers have got is the same problem potentially as they had last year. The minute C-Mac doesn't set foot on that field, they just become immediately irrelevant. But <laughs> well, any, it's, it's a different player question, that good. It, this time. It's, it's how has he recovered? Does he still have that quickness? Because if he doesn't, yeah. then he's just another running back. But they've lost. They 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 let Curtis Samuel go. They lost. They've lost Curtis Samuel as well, haven't they? And we just we just talked about Samuel going to Washington. And you look at that. You look at that sort of receiving corps they've got. You know, Robbie Anderson, a deep threat. DJ Moore. You know, David Moore. They. It, it's not something that's going to strike fear into the into the backfields of of any other opponent. Like it's C Mac. Like and C Mac is unbelievable. Probably the best you know, in the top three running backs in the league. But without him, irrelevant. I mean, they did draft Terrace Marshall, who looks like a really good receiver. And they drafted Chubba Hubbard, who has an excellent name. And <laughs> in the first preseason game, was trying to hurdle, tried to hurdle a guy, got caught and spine bust to the floor, which was an incredible moment. And then he bounced up and no-selled it like Roman Reigns. It was ridiculous. I think the issue that the Panthers have is they, they've always built rosters based on really, really strong defence and then a, a competent offence. And I don't know that this defence is is strong enough. Yeah, that's fair. Like, yeah, I just I don't... don't see them... Like 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 you say, they don't see them scaring teams. I don't, I don't see any way that we'll come... Well, as, as we said, we'll come on to it at the end, but I don't see any way that the Bucks don't win that division. Um whether they get back to the big dance, we'll, uh, we'll uh, yeah, we'll argue about that in a bit. Are um, we completely ignoring the Falcons? Well, yeah. I'm not sure we should. Uh, I think we should. <laughs> I mean, the Falcons had the worst record in the NFC last season, which surprised me when I spotted that. But still, like, 
they're not going to have that big a bounce back from that. They got rid of Julio Jones, brought in Pitts. Mm. That might be a balancing move, but Matty Ice is next year older. I, I don't see how they're going to have regenerated themselves enough to be a really challenging force. Why, why did they draft Pitts? I, it doesn't. It doesn't fit with the what seems to be their strategy of of rebuilding. Like, and, it, and if if they don't think Matt Ryan's the future, then get get something for him while he's still valuable. I, I think they think that Pitts was too good a talent to not draft, considering you can find quarterbacks potentially at some stage, maybe get a, a free agent somewhere, maybe they're lining up like a Deshaun Watson or something like that in a year's time, potentially. And Pitts is supposedly completely generational. But I, I agree with you in the the, the offence, even with Julio Jones gone, a declining Matt Ryan, et cetera, et cetera, the issue there was their defense last year. They were shocking. I think they were like they gave up the most yards per game in the NFL almost. And unless you address that, it doesn't matter how good your tight end is. I don't care how hyped up a tight end is coming into the draft. We have seen multiple next big thing, next next mm-hmm. Gronkowski, next whatever yeah. tight ends being selected in the first round, and they do fuck all. Yeah, yeah. he has he has to be Gronk level production, otherwise yeah. he's a bust. You. And that's not his you fault. Are, no, no, it's not. You're shooting. You're shooting a massive shot to bring in a in inverted commas generational tight end from the draft. That's the type of thing you do with an existing, like steady roster when you've got some receivers. When you haven't just traded your fucking best offensive piece potentially elsewhere, yep. like you add a generational talent like that because if it doesn't work then you know it's not a big not a big loss at the moment the way i feel about atlanta is that they they don't offer they don't offer anything offensively especially when you add to that the the poor defense they had last season yeah i I would i would temper that by saying that i I don't think they've become a bad offense overnight i i still I mean, you say Matt, Matt Ryan might be declining, maybe, but I still think he's got a huge amount to offer. They've also Calvin Ridley is fantastic. The line is poor, though, as well. That certainly doesn't help them. No, yeah, no, I... but I think they've got enough that their offense will be productive. It's yeah. just, and, and Arthur Smith as a as a brand new head coach, he'll he'll come in, he'll bring. You know, he's he's a tight ends guy as well, and they've drafted they've drafted Pitt, so I suppose there's that element that makes a bit of sense. But it like the whole. The whole organisation, the other side of the ball, <laughs> is is a concern, yeah. and yeah, yeah, they're they're not they're not challenging for for anything as things stand. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Arthur Smith handles the uh, rather drastic change in his running back room because <sighs> the Falcons have got Mike Davis, who was all right <laughs> at the Panthers last season, not not mm. spectacular, but not terrible, and then behind him, it's just. No one with any particular threat whatsoever. So uh, that could be a real weakness. I was just about to say the same thing. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, I I want to say a little bit about the Saints in terms of they're the most polarised team for me in terms of whether I want to watch them next season or not, depending on whether they pick Winston or Hill as their main starter. If they pick Hill, they'll be unwatchable. If they pick Winston, I'm not sure they'll win significantly more games but they'll be a hell of a lot more exciting to watch i i don't know it's it's as if nobody's thought about what happens when drew Brees retires or not properly <laughs> like 
they've he's been that football team's identity for so long. Him and him and Sean Payton is obviously still it was obviously still there, but I neither of those two guys are credible starting quarterbacks. Surely, I mean, I agree with you. Winston's going to be a lot more fun, and he Winston can win some games. Winston can beat anybody, but he can also lose to anybody. That he's not the guy that's going to take them to more success. J- Jameis um, Taysom Hill, on the other hand, is a joke. <laughs> Taysom Hill, get out of the NFL. I, th- I think the I think the issue with the Saints at the minute is the fact that I I think if Michael Thomas is still there, they probably go with Jameis Winston because they've got a that credible wide receiver one. As it when, as when's it, Michael Thomas back, What's the... he's on the he's on the pup list. He could it could be it could be the entire season. Well, he, he got surgery having decided not to get surgery immediately after yeah. their season he, finished. He, he And he injured himself in week one and then didn't, like, carried on. Was Obviously, he was out for a while. Season didn't finish. He was waiting to see what happened. And then he decided to get surgery right before the season starts. So good on him. Well done. <laughs> he clearly wants to still be at that franchise. Um, but mm. the, fact, the fact that he's not there... I think means that they're going to lean more heavily on the ground game, which means I think they will start Taysom Hill. I mean, the rest of that receiving room is just Nobody's. no one you've ever heard of, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. besides Malvin Kamara, they have nothing on that offensive roster that worries yeah. me. I think they become run first with um, with Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara, and they see how far it takes them. Do you think Michael Thomas has basically gone... I'm gonna sack. I'm gonna fuck this season off. <laughs> yeah. Come come back next year. See what they do at quarterback after losing lots of games. Yeah, yeah. Genuinely, I do. They just just run loads of gun sets of Taysom Hill, um, <laughs> Latavius Murray, and Alvin Kamara. Just go right. Well, one of the three of them's gonna run it. All the best. <laughs> just just wildcat for the whole season. Yeah, they're in ser- they're in serious serious trouble. And the team that is always going to be has always been one of the most fun offensive teams to watch is going to become led by Taysom Hill. And you think, I mean, Jesus, that's a slow death that no one wants. It's either very badly organised or a tanking season. I think I think they basically have decided that if they can get good Jameis Winston for most of the season, then they could win a lot of games. And if they don't, then it's a massive tank. And that's fine too, because then they'll get a QB next year. But who's he throwing it to? Even if you've got good Jameis, who's he throwing it to? He's got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the notoriously productive Adam Troutman. I mean, exactly. I love Smith. I'm just looking. I'm just looking at the depth chart, and second down on their wide receivers is Ty Montgomery, who was a running back. Exactly, well. exactly. That's Ty Montgomery and Taysom Hill are playing in the wrong position, both of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's like as soon as you get down to names like. Marquez Callaway and Deontay Harris, you're thinking, and and Lil Jordan Humphreys, by the way. I was way, just looking at Lil, Lil Jordan Humphrey. What a great name <laughs> that, that is, by the way. Um, Massive, yeah, six foot uh, seven. <laughs> I think you give it to Kamara, Murray, and Taysom Hill, and you run it as as many times as you can. And I, the, the rotting carcass of Chris Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't know he was still alive, let alone in the league. I, can you imagine if you're Chris Hogan, who has won a Super Bowl, I think, and you're lower down the depth chart than Ty Montgomery? Yeah, <laughs> that's got us. Didn't, didn't he used to get called nine eleven was or seven eleven because he's always open? Was that Chris Hogan? I'm sure that was him. Nine <laughs> eleven? Yeah, not <laughs> <laughs> definitely not that. Nine eleven because he keeps coming crashing down. 
anybody mistaken Seven <laughs> Eleven for Nine Eleven before? I want. That's I want incredible. to know. I would ask for that. It was the Taliban. They did it on the wrong day. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> Let's move north, shall we? And I mean, we somebody mentioned it. We must have mentioned it in the one sentence previews. Um, but the last dance in Green Bay. Um, oh, I mean, God. they they haven't got better. I mean, they were they they were good. Uh, anyone with Aaron Rodgers is going to be competitive. Devontae Adams is a phenomenal. Aaron, Aaron Joe, what, what, what happened to him? But um, I suddenly don't know what happened to him. That's, pre- that's prepared. Yeah, he, so they suddenly uh, did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, still yeah, 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 yeah. So they've got, I, I suddenly in my head, he'd gone to like the Cardinals <laughs> or something and I've, missed, I've just missed it. I don't, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> but... Yeah, the the Packers are it's just what is all this messing about with with Rogers? That's not going to help their preparation. My favourite thing is that Rogers sulked until right up until the start of the preseason. And the thing that got him back to uh, to join camp was signing Randall Cobb. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Because <laughs> he's been he's been productive. Yeah, they've well, tried to galvanise it. Sorry, I was going to say, they tried to galvanise it around this last chance thing, and that kind of works if you're going to gloriously retire on a win. It doesn't work if you shit all over your organisation all off-season and then make plans to go elsewhere and become the highest-paid wide receiver or whatever. So, yeah, I, I don't see them having the glorious victory parade and then riding off into the sunset as what they previously referenced on the basis of how they've behaved over the summer. And it, it, it's only Aaron Rodgers that could possibly compare himself to Michael Jordan. <laughs> and to think, fuck off, pal. <laughs> Come the, thing on. Is, the thing is, they'll do exactly what they did last year. They'll flatter to deceive all the way through. They'll get a decent winning record. They'll win the North. And then they'll, they'll lose to someone good in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. What just... about the... Chicago Bears. Um, I'm not suggesting that they're necessarily going to unseat the Packers as div- as winners of the division, um, but the Bears fans seem to be optimistic about Fields. I mean, he's not I, their starter. <laughs> I, I don't think it'll be yeah. long until he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah someone uh, someone it, said someone said the Bears might have solved their QB position. I was thinking, hopefully, you're not referencing Andy Dalton there. But I really like Justin Fields. I wanted the Niners to draft him, and I think he's a genuine talent. I, I just, it depends on how quickly they can get him going and up to speed. So, one to watch, but if they can get him halfway serviceable, again, it's another, it's like the Washington team where you've got a really good quality defense that you can lean on, and all you need is a serviceable offense. And I mean, last year was anything but serviceable. It's got to be a step above that, hasn't it? Even if it's Dalton for the first half of the season. The only good thing about Dalton is that with his new moustache and his helmet on, he looks like Russ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Russ back right in the that. days when he had hair. Well, when I had hair, I didn't have a moustache. <laughs> you, you, it just turned upside down one day. That was it. It was very sudden. Yeah, yeah before he had hair across his eyes. Yeah, I don't. I don't fully understand the love about Chicago. In the the weapons, Alan Robinson's great, but outside of that, it's you know they've they've really got nothing at tight end. I mean, Jimmy Graham and Cole Komet again, which is like nothing. 
David Montgomery is flashing a pan sometimes, but again, he's he's hot and cold. It, even though you've got, you, you might have Andy Dalton and he might be all right, and I don't think he's actually a bad pickup for the Bears, but it, they're just they're, they're a mere team. I think they're going to be you know like a eight and nine, nine and eight kind of franchise, and they may get a wild card. In fact, they probably will get a wild card, but I don't. They're, they're certainly no Super Bowl contender. I don't know. Mooney was decent last year. Um, he's not expected to be anything more than wide receiver two. And Marquise no. Goodwin is a serviceable deep threat. He he was fine at the Niners when we had Jimmy G who can't really throw a deep ball. So, <laughs> so I, he'll, I, he'll be fine under Andy Dalton then. And Komet's decent. I think he's a decent... I, I genuinely think it's a good enough offense. I don't think it's spectacular, but I think it can be decent. Speaking of good enough offences, I think the Vikings' offence could be, again. Um, uh, what's what's wrong with them? I don't just, don't just say Kirk Cousins. <laughs> or you can say Kirk Cousins, but he's, he's, they're another one, aren't they? They're another one who lives and dies by how good he is. And there's, there's so many of these teams around at the moment where it's you know the rest of the roster is really serviceable, and then you look at the quarterback and you just think, eh. and he, he's he's another one. I think it's, it's similar to the Falcons and the Cowboys in that their secondary is trash. So it yeah. puts a lot of weight on that good offense and that's going to break down too many times. I think part of the issue with the Vikings is the same issue I have with so like the vast majority. You alluded to this earlier, Adam, that the AFC is stronger than the NFC, or at least it looks that way going in. The issue that I have with the NFC is almost all the teams have a significant question mark or more somewhere in their roster. There are very few that don't. I don't know that there are any other than the terrible teams we've mentioned. I don't know that there are any awful teams, but there's just so many mediocre teams. I think there's a lot. I think you're right. There's a lot that seems unpredictable. Um, the AFC seems easier to like, yeah, because we've obviously nailed all our predictions, but um, <laughs> it, it seems easier to gauge. But yeah, as, as you say, lots of teams with question marks. I mean, the most interesting division in the conference is the one we haven't really mentioned yet, the West. I can't wait to see how that pans out. Like any of those four teams um, could be anybody in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting really frustrated as a Niners fan since what, probably a decade now. The only times that the Niners are strong, the rest of the division seems to wake up and decide to all be good. <laughs> it's very frustrating. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I think... The Cardinals have an incredible roster, but they're probably head back, held back by coaching. Uh, the Niners, it's injuries. If we if we get struck by injuries again, we'll go nowhere, but we've got the talent to be very good. Seattle look like they've fallen apart, but for the fifth year running, somehow they'll make the playoffs anyway. And the Rams are basically having a win-it-or-bin-it season. They, they need to win a ring sometime in the next two years. Otherwise, that roster yeah. falls off a cliff. Russ, Russ, you let's talk about the Rams. Russ, you mentioned in the chat about Acres. Yeah, has that broken their season, or will they kind of be all right? Well, they they've put all of their eggs in a um, Henderson-shaped basket by lots of things, haven't they? But I just, I mean, Acres was good last season. He was really good in his first season. Good enough for them to pin all their hopes on. Mm, that's the, the jury's out. But with Cup, with Woods, I've, I'm convinced that Matt Stafford could have made them into a Super Bowl challenging team with 
a decent running threat. I just worry that now, without a potentially decent running threat, there's going to be too much for him to do. Did Matthew Stafford build a house on an Indian burial ground because he just seemed to be cursed to never have a decent serviceable running back? (laughs) (laughs) I I think the Rams are really, really intriguing. And regardless of Cam, like Cam Akers, I thought was good towards the end of the season. Um, But I I personally think Daryl Henderson's more than capable enough of being a serviceable back there to give them to give them that threat, at least that they're looking for. And with Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, Robert Woods, Tyler Higby, and that defense, I think they're more than capable of going deep, deep into the into the playoffs. Um, and like you, like you rightly pointed out, Adam, this they kind of have to. Is you, yeah. Was it Rich? You mentioned it. They can't. They have to go. Yeah, they've they gotten all in. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and I, I personally, I think they're they're perfectly capable of doing it. If if kind of if Sean McVay can get his little. Spark, offensive spark back that he seemed to have four or five years ago that's that's disappeared a little bit recently. Um, with that with that stellar defence and the weapons that they've got, I think they're perfectly capable. What the Rams need is a fucking stupid team like the Jaguars to cut their RB1 just before the start of the season so they can pick him up for free and go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I do, Not that I'm bitter about that at all. <laughs> I do actually think that the Rams have a... a there's a little bit of the... So I like Sean McVeigh as a coach. I think he's a very talented coach. And I think one of the things that he does very well is elevate running back play. So I do think that there's a little bit of an element of it matters less. You need, Obviously, you need a decent back, but you only need a decent back. You can deal with having someone who's second or third on your depth chart. And I also think that they'll just wait until there are waiver cuts and pick up someone they like. Yeah, I, I don't. I think unless you've got like unless it's a, a Derek Henry or, I mean, well, one or two others, literally one or two others, like a running back going down isn't as big as other positions. No. Um, and I think, yeah, Cam Akers look great, um, but they'll they'll get. I think the, they were probably going to be committee anyway. I, I yeah. do think I do think it's a blow, but I don't think it's a fatal one. Yeah, agreed. And I also think there's an element of they they like there's so much strength in that offense, and I feel like McVeigh probably had to dumb it down a little bit for for his previous QB. I think with Stafford, you can maybe open up the playbook a little bit more. Oh, that that to me is exciting. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. As soon as it, it's telling that as soon as he could possibly get rid of him, he did because I think he knew that he wasn't going to get anything more out of Goff. As right. soon as that Super Bowl happened, where he was dog shit. They thought, yeah. well, you know, that's, this isn't that we're not doing this again. Um, the Cardinals, then, so many questions. Kyler Murray, coaching staff, um, plenty of ex- exciting talent on the roster. Um, I don't have it, the answers to any of these questions, though. You, you <laughs> shat on Kyler Murray earlier. I, I, yeah, I, I, don't I don't like the Cardinals, but I don't know why you're giving him shit. He, he looks, he's two seasons does, in, he looks decent. Does he? He looks, yeah. he looks flashy. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, I'm not, there's nothing specific. I'm, like, I, I don't, I'm not saying I think he's, he's terrible. Um, I just don't, I haven't, I've just not seen enough to make me think, yeah, this is, this is that talent that you know, some people are saying. I, I, I think plenty others don't particularly rate him. 
and they fade like towards especially like last did they lose was it like five or six of their last seven games faded massively towards the end of the season and he looked poor um, and the like I kind of want them to fail just because they were the team that picked up JJ Watt and for, <laughs> for whatever for whatever reason that makes me hate them a little bit so I like yeah I I think they're again they're another team that probably is as good as their quarterback allows them to be he's a bit different because he's a threat with his legs too but yeah I, I agree with you Adam I don't think he's as I don't think he's he's as solid as a lot of people seem to think he's a bit flashy he's all right AJ Green I think is is done and I don't know why people seem to think that he's still serviceable probably it's the same people who think you know that um Cam well, is still decent. I think in AJ Green's case he's Injuries have been the issue. Yeah, um, but he's know, had so we, we haven't seen him fit. You have, you have, but you have so many injuries. You get to a point where you've just got to think. You know, you just you're never going to be that player from what, seven eight years ago anymore. It's the Des Bryant cliff, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They picked up. I mean, they picked up a couple of other guys like that. You think oh, is their age just too much of an issue? Yeah, you mentioned JJ. What Malcolm Butler's another. Um, yeah, he might. He might be. He had, he had a good season on a terrible defense last year. Um, he might be a step too far for him. I don't, I don't know. It's I'm just asking questions without answering them, really. Um, but that, I think that it's just going to be a lot of fun finding out with them. Um, they're going to be good to watch. They will beat some very good teams, but I think they will also lose a lot of games. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to see what the records are in the West at the end of the year, because I could see them having the worst record in the West, but also... Better having... one than the best team in the AFC East, maybe. <laughs> yeah. AFC East? I, I meant to say NFC East. That came out wrong. Or did it? <laughs> Sorry, you're talking about the Patriots, aren't you, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, the, the Seahawks. And I mean, I, th- I think we, we touched on it already. So, so many issues. Um, yet you sort of back Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson to make them good anyway. Oh, I do. Yeah. Go on, my Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that still where your colours are now, Yeah, I, I have now decided forevermore that, I've, that I will choose the Seahawks. And the only reason for that is as well documented that Russell Milsom sounds a lot like Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't believe that I didn't just do that from the very start. You've wasted a lot of time. I wasted a lot of time being what? really NFL ambivalent, haven't I? Just what? really, you know, non-committal. What's going to be even more fun is when they trade him at the in the, in the next off season after he has another massive sulk. Yeah, <laughs> to the Eagles. <laughs> They've got no draft capital. That's fine. I could see Russ as being the sort of guy that would, you know, throw snowballs at Santa Claus. Um. <laughs> Only after saw it after I'd seen my mum kissing him. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So Seattle's a difficult one, isn't it? They struggled a lot last year, especially on defense, and and the o the porous O line that allowed Russ to just get smashed left, right, and center. The injury to Carson didn't help. Um, and they, you know, Lockett was was productive in stages, but he spent some time out for injury. They lost Will Disley fairly early. Um, DK, though, wow. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, Stop, as always, someone who started brilliantly but faded badly towards the end of the year. But, didn't he? but so, but but that I don't. That wasn't his fault. That was because they could not keep Russ upright. It's true. Yeah. And the so, other thing is, they had so little around him. You yeah. Could just double, triple cover him and really keep him under lock. So, so if if Lockett stays fit, if they can get Disley um, involved and and fit. Then maybe and Carson, you know, there's talk of um, Rashad Penny. Uh, obviously, for, for another year, that if he can, if he can be fit, and, and this is know, the year. This, this one. is the year. You know, I don't know how many years they've been saying yeah. this is this is third season. I think third or fourth. Like Barry, he literally has played less minutes than, than I have in the NFL, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see, but I don't I don't think you know as good as Russ is and as as much good stuff as he does, uh, I can't see the Seahawks winning this division. My my issue with the Seahawks is more the 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 way they're building that squad and where they're throwing money is baffling to me. So they've just thrown a ridiculous contract at, at a strong safety, and yet you're not willing to put any money into the O-line and keeping Russ upright? Like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Especially considering the rest of that secondary is so bad. Right. So, so bad that, you know, surely put some of that money towards maybe improving the other areas rather than you've got one decent, strong safety. Uh, massage the ego of the one guy that doesn't need it massaging. That's what we're not, we do. We're not talking about, we're not talking about Watson here, mate. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Mark Adams into that? I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe, Heard maybe. First. <laughs> but the, the funniest thing to me is that they've got their their current corners are Akella Witherspoon and DJ Reed, both of whom failed to make it in San Francisco. And again, throw some money at it. Throw some draft picks at it. It just think, doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's. Um, I think Trey Flowers may may push to start at, at the corner as well, but. I, 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 yeah, they're just secondary is awful. Yeah. Other other burning question in the West: How many games is Jimmy G going to get through um, before <laughs> he's traded or loses his job? Uh, because why do you draft Trey Area um, if you're not going to if you are giving up so much if you're not going to use him straight away, Rich? I'm entertained that that nickname has already made it outside of Niners Twitter. Um, the uh, the the thing with Jimmy this year is he's an insurance policy because it's going to take you know Shanahan's system is notoriously difficult to to get up to speed for a rookie and so basically what you're doing is you're saying Jimmy knows what he's doing give him the keys for at least the first half of the season once we feel like Trey gets that point of knowing what he's doing then then potentially takes over I honestly think the most likely scenario is Jimmy getting injured and Trey getting thrown in. That's that to me sometime between week six and week 10, that happens. And we have the same that we had with Alex Smith and Colin, Colin Kaepernick, where, you know, he, he comes in, he plays well enough to look good. Teams don't have film on him. So it's difficult for them to shut him down when he's doing the run plays and he keeps the job. And Jimmy then gets traded next offseason, which makes sense from a salary cap perspective. Ideally, Jimmy stays healthy 
sees out the season and we can get a decent amount of, of draft capital for him. But I don't know that I see that happening. The, pro- yeah, the problem to, is that you've lost so much draft capital in doing what you've done. That to me, I mean, I, like I, I get some of it. I get, you know, you, you wanted your guy, you went and got him. Um, but all that stuff you're saying about, oh, let's let's ease him in. That's talk of a, a franchise that's building for the future a bit, which I, get, I guess you are. But you've just given up a load of, a load of draft capital. Yeah, it, it is building. Well, this is the this is the thing that they've been saying is we want to build for the future while also trying to be successful now, which is why you're taking 25 million cap hit on Jimmy whilst you've got a rookie QB. It won't last because at a certain point you have to you have to take advantage of, of a rookie contract at QB. It's it's such a massive advantage to be able to do that that there's there's literally no reason why we wouldn't from year two onwards just roll with with Lance unless he is absolutely dreadful. And most of the talk coming out of training camp is that he's not dreadful. He is looking decent. He is doing the things that people expected and he's making rookie mistakes, which is I think about where we thought he'd be. As long as his passes mostly hit the tray area, um, you might be doing all right. <laughs> I'm I'm wondering how many jokes how many times you're gonna make that joke during the season. I mean, we're not done. We're not. Even, I'm not even close. <laughs> not even <done>. close. <laughs> Shall we move on and try and predict what's going to happen in the NFC in a similar chaotic fashion to what we did last week? Um, so we'll eventually work out who's going to play the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl. Yeah, love that. By the way, I, was, uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe I was in Tesco at the time when I listened to that, and I was celebrating down the cheese aisle. It was fantastic. <laughs> That's a beautiful image, <laughs> Mark. Honestly, if I were you and I was in that situation, I'd have been cursing everyone on that podcast because you know how often our predictions come, right? <laughs> yeah, well, we don't know. We never check. We never go back and check. Yeah, all we know is that Craig's don't. So, and, I, and he didn't even pick the Bills to make the playoffs. So I'm, I'm fine with that. Did he not? I think he yeah, did, he, to be fair. Well, no, he, he, was, he was the one saying, oh, man, no, like, I'm not having them winning the division. He was clearly going for the Patriots, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. So it was crazy. impression just got a bit less cockney, a bit less cockney <laughs> geezer than it was before. Sorry, yeah. All, all right, lads, those Buffalo Bills, they're definitely not making the old playoffs, is it? Is that better? <laughs> all right, let's let's talk about let's let's go back to the West because it might be one of the most difficult divisions to to get through. We'll do the division winners first, and then argue about the wild cards. Um, there might be some difference of opinion here. I don't, I don't know, actually. I'm I'm going to come out and say the Los Angeles Rams immediately. Um, where do the rest of us feel? Rams for me, too. This might I be was you. the Rams, and now I am the Niners. Okay. Pat? I went Cardinals. To win the division? Yes. Okay. I think... I think Pat's lost it. Um, I head says Rams, heart says Niners. Going to go with head and say Rams, but really, really close. Probably decided. I think we play them week eighteen. Week eighteen's a week weird. That, week. That's that's a win and win the division game, maybe, isn't it? I think so. Could be. I mean, the, it it makes it easier for this exercise if you say the Rams, um, because then we're not tied. <laughs> Fine, Rams. 
for the post. Ironically, the, the listeners who don't like long podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, the Rams are the only team from that division I didn't have making the playoffs. Wow. Oh, okay. Pat's Spoilers. getting edgy. <laughs> right. Well, we'll come. We'll come back to those wild cards. We've got the Rams winning the West. The the North. I mean, the the Packers seem obvious, but are we going to have any left field shouts? Right, Packers again. I'm going to say that the Packers implode and the Bears take it. <laughs> I see. I... <laughs> Russ found that incredibly implode, funny. Then the Vi- I do, I do. If the Packers implode, then the Vikings take it. <laughs> but the Packers aren't going to implode. I, 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 this, I, I let's not forget like this was Russ who agreed with Pat. Oh, sorry, not Pat, who agreed with Craig that the Patriots were getting in. So, you know, let's not worry too much. To be fair, I've already said about four times on this podcast that Green Bay are going to make the playoffs. So I'm right. contradicting so myself anyway. That, that, there we go. Um, despite edgy Pat. And, <laughs> although I'm not sure we're being edgy about that one, but, you know. Packers all the way. Okay. We're not right. Packers for the North. The South is the Bucks. I think yep. we've established yep. that. Yep. Um, uh, let's argue a little bit about the NFC East. I suspect we're just arguing between the Cowboys and the football team. Um, I, I was I was going to say the Cowboys when we started recording, but Russ, you've sort of turned me a bit. Um, well, yeah, the first that. person I've ever turned. <laughs> <laughs> Usually females to being lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> all right well this could be just a vote then rich where do you see it oh uh, no i'm really i'm torn between the two um i'm gonna gamble that Dak gets back to where he was and the cowboys take it okay pat same for me cowboys the great mark salen washington russ you're gonna say washington aren't you I am because within within four weeks that Dallas O line has let that <laughs> get absolutely marmalized. See, instinctively, I think the Cowboys just look better, but they're flashier. They're flashier, and the football team have got a much much better defense and a much better coach. So, I think there's a casting vote. This feels a bit like pressure but i'm going with the football team there you go you did you turned me russ i do think it's going to be one of those within a game type divisions as well yeah uh, but also i suspect this vote actually matters because the other one might not get a wild card berth (laughs) 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 okay so the the cowboys are going to miss out on the playoffs i think is what we're saying i mean good yeah. Oh. I didn't like voting for them. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Fucking hate the Cowboys. It, it's funny how a decision like that seems to have more impact than, than some of the others. But right, we have the football team, the Bucks, the Packers, and the Rams in. We have to find three more wildcard spots. And... Yeah, NFC West. Done. There you go. Well, Wow, all of it. It's, I mean, um, it could. It really me, could. It seems to me that, like, from from my picks, it's I, I had the, the, the correct the, the NFC West, um, and it's either them or the Bears, isn't it? And that's yeah. about I'm, it. I'm saying that flippantly. I do think with... I do think it'll be two teams from the NFC West and one from the North, either the Vikings or the Bears. Yeah, yeah logically, you're right because the NFC West play too many games against each other, and that I think that having 
three teams for one division, while it's possible, it, it's less likely just because of the uh, they they take points off each other. But I like that. Sh- I like that shout. I have to say, I I think personally, it's probably the Cardinals who would miss out. Maybe the Seahawks, but probably the Cardinals. I'm probably going Bears over the Vikings to get in. So my three, I think, would be the Niners, the Seahawks, and the Bears. Probably Vikings not far away. I think that I think the Vikings are the other. They're that other team. It's it's the same as last season where you've got the Cardinals, Bears, Ram, uh, Cardinals, Bears, Vikings all sort of fighting for that last playoff spot. Yeah, I can yeah. see that being the case this year. I think 49ers for me, if they don't win the division, they're 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 a shoe in for a playoff spot. Um, I think it it comes down to one of either the Cardinals or the Seahawks. I would probably go with the Cardinals. Um, and then, yeah, I'd agree. I'll, I'll go with the Bears. The thing for me with the Cardinals and Seahawks is that the Cardinals have the more talented roster. The Seahawks have better coaching and Russ. Yeah, and, and Russell I'm, Wilson I'm, as well. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and those those are pretty big things. Those two yeah. has to be said. I, I uh, how do we do this? Are we unanimous about the Niners? Yes. Yes. All right, yes. so the Niners get one of the three spots. And then logically, from what we're saying, the other two spots, it's Seahawks slash Cardinals and Bears slash Vikings. Yeah. Um, Bears for me. Bears. Bears for Vikings me too. Vikings for me. Rich? I'm going to stick with the Bears. All right, the Bears are in. There you go. And uh, Cards or Seahawks? It's Seahawks for me. Cardinals for me. Cardinals. Seahawks. Oh, it's all on you, Rich. Hate you this. hate them both. I hate no, because I hate the fact that I have to say Seahawks. Oh, Ooh. you don't like that. <laughs> yeah, again, fucking sneaking into the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think it, it's it's Russ. Russ does it for me. And, yeah. and I mean, you can, you can make you can definitely make arguments um, either, either way. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's all about Russ. Right, we have there you go. Um, LA Rams and then uh, Packers, Bucks, Washington, and then the Bears, Seahawks, and Niners as the wild cards. Who makes the championship game and who wins it? This is too hard. This was my issue with the NFC is there's like seven teams that aren't shit, but they're all really decent teams. Yeah, it it feels it feels wide open to me. I don't think necessarily that the Bucks get back there. Um, perhaps I'd go so far as to say they don't, but I don't know who. No, nothing's no one's standing out. No, it's Buck, Bucks Rams for me is the is the championship game just because and purely because I don't think the standard of the rest is good enough to challenge them. I think I'd, it's definitely I'd, the Rams. I'd love to argue the Niners, but. Injuries just such a question mark still. Yeah. Um I think it's got to be the Rams making making that game. Pat, Maybe give us uh, give us the left field choice. I mean I obviously disagree because I didn't have the Rams making the playoffs in the slightest. <laughs> um I would say <laughs> Buccaneers Packs Packers and Buccaneers win it. Is disgusting, but it's true. <laughs> I mean, it, it's history repeating itself, which is horrible as well. 
Um, Russ, what do you think? Based on who we've got making it, uh, it's the Bucks against the Rams. I think that's that's the game that the consensus says it will be, isn't it? Bucks and the Rams. Um, yep. I think I think the Rams edged them. I might be in the minority. I mean, it's so hard to say before we've seen a single snap, isn't it? So <laughs> I, you know, the problem with the the problem with the Rams is that we're all assuming that Stafford hits the ground running and does everything we think he's capable of. And I, and I can see that happening, but that Buccaneers team has been together. It's had a year. It's had a championship run and won the Super Bowl. They're going to be really up for it. I can see yeah. the Bucks winning it. They know how to get it done. This is leaning that way, isn't it? Can, we can't do this, can we? <laughs> I think we have. <laughs> Wait, do you know the worst part of this is last week we had the Bills making the Super Bowl and I couldn't wait to predict that they were going to lose in the Super Bowl because it's what Buffalo do. Um, but I, ca- I can't take that. I can't take Brady winning another ring. <laughs> Mark, I'm, Mark, I'm a Bills fan but yes. that, that, for that one game. Uh, I, can't, I can't deal with Brady. Not again. Not again. Oh, God. No. It would no, it'd be it would be horrendous. Oh, this doesn't sit right at all. But yeah, we're if this is what we're saying, this is what we're saying. Oh, we, we we don't need to we don't need to say it. We don't need to predict the actual Super Bowl winner. No. We definitely should predict the Buccaneers because we're almost always wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I'm not happy about any of that, but here we are. Um, we need to finish with the worst team in the NFC. We had the Texans as the worst team in the AFC, who, by the way, I think will be picking number one, regardless of who wins this little debate. Um, contenders, the Lions, the Giants, the Eagles, maybe, oh, maybe the Panthers, the Saints. Yeah, sure. I think the Saints have got too much talent on that roster to be truly shit. Yeah, it's the it's the Lions for me. I think it's them or the Eagles, as we discussed earlier. I think the Lions just edge it because they're just you know they're trying to be a pantomime villain, and I think it'll blab in their face, and they'll just be they'll just realise that they're actually shit. It will be the Lions or the Giants based on their terrible coaching, or the Saints based on their very good coaching of a tank. Yes, <laughs> yeah, could be. I'd vote I've... Lions on the basis that they look mental. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, Payton won't. Payton's too good to. Even if he's trying to tank, I don't think he can bring himself to lose as many games as the Lions might well do. Um, well, doesn't matter what Russ and Rich say. Well, <laughs> I, I'm sticking by my one sentence preview. Doesn't yeah, matter. Those Eagles caused the nail <laughs> firmly to the mat. <laughs> yeah, I does. I definitely agree with Russ that the Eagles will be shocking, but I do think they've got they've got they've got at least one thing that's decent, which is that defensive line. And the Lions, I don't know that they've got anything good. The one thing that stops the Eagles being the worst team in the conference is the division they're playing in. <laughs> Seriously. The, the Lions the Lions won't have won't have as kind a schedule. Just accidentally beat the Cowboys with scoop and scores. You know it. That's what happened. <laughs> 
bit of breaking yeah. news: the uh, 49ers have waived Josh Rosen, so some team's going to be getting a quarterback upgrade at some point soon. <laughs> oh, lucky whoever that might be. Uh, he couldn't even get a better passing completion than Nate Sudfeld, whoever the fuck he is. I feel sorry for Josh Rosen. Me too. Really, I, I, really yeah. sorry for him. I, I, but he's I, broken. They've just broken feel, him. I, I used to feel that way, but he's been in too many situations now. So it's getting to a point where you have to stop saying it's the situation that's fucked him. And he's just now a dick. Because that was always the thing that was accused him of when he came out of college, that he was a twat that didn't try hard enough. And he, that's now being proved in the NFL. Well, yeah, he's, he's been in the NFL, what, two years? And he's been on eight different teams in that time. It's, <laughs> yeah. It feels like. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he's played about right. seventeen snaps. Yeah, well, well then, he played, then he played a few for the Cardinals, didn't he? Yeah, yeah the Cardinals fucked him. Awful Cardinals fucked team. Hard. Can you imagine if Josh Rosen got drafted into this Cardinals roster compared to the one that he actually got drafted into? Yeah. Maybe he wouldn't have just been crushed into a tiny little. He pack. got drafted. He got drafted into a Cardinals roster where he had to sit behind Sam Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> Not for um, very long, though. No, but no wonder he was fucking mentally shot. It still makes me like to think that on draft day, all the Bills fans wanted Rosen. And when they said Allen, the t- Bills Twitter was ablaze. And Jesus Christ, thank God that the coaching staff know what they're doing. <laughs> I bet Rosen's had the COVID jab, though, hasn't he? <laughs> no, he's definitely in that band of middle America that thinks that oh, my body right, might choose. Definitely, so he's, he's in that. Definitely is. It's all about freedoms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's more than enough NFL chat. If we've missed something, yeah, so be it. Um, before we get into AOB, we didn't do it last time, but we need to do it this time. Are you ready? Ugh, horrible. Oh, don't say that about the Jags. No. Things Pat hates. Celebrity versions of talent and sports shows. Oh, you nailed that. Do you want to try it again? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they, there you go. I can get behind that. Um, do you want to kick us off with some any other business? I want to talk about the use of the word properly. The proper use of the word properly. So bit of backstory um my morning routine half six alarm get up make mine and my partner's dinner for the day make our breakfast for the day she comes down like five past seven ten past seven something like that (laughs) um and uh yeah comes down and says oh why haven't you opened the curtains in the front room and I should have just lied, but I told the truth and said, well, you know, every time I open the curtains, you go over and fiddle with them and open them a bit more anyway. So I didn't see the point in me wasting my time doing it if you were going to just do it after I'd done it. That's not the best way to start a morning, I learned. And uh, I got told I don't open the curtains properly. And I would argue there's no proper way to open curtains. Like you open them and you can see out of the windows. And if you can see out of the windows, they're open, right? There's not a proper right or wrong way. Apparently there is. But it's only in her head and she hasn't communicated to me how she wants the curtains open so that's not properly in my mind that is just setting us up for an argument this feels like decorative oven gloves all over again (laughs) yeah apparently pat i don't make the bed properly (laughs) 
Like, how many ways are there to do that? <laughs> well, this follows like, on. This follows on from the not hanging up shirt properly argument. It's like, is it on the coat hanger? <laughs> then I've done the job, right? Correct. <laughs> I only found out recently that apparently the big plates are supposed to go in the back left section of the bottom drawer of the dishwasher. The dishwasher is a right, minefield. <laughs> it's a minefield of how that gets loaded. It's a nightmare. My take-home message is this, right? If you've decided on a way you want something doing, communicate it to the other people who might be doing it. Because I'm happy to open the curtains however you want. I don't give a shit. Life's too short. So I care about how curtains are opened. I would tell me, otherwise ties, I won't know way. to do it. Do, do you have I, a, I would, like, curtain ties that tidy them up? No. Then I, I, what, I, I would say do? that if, if someone has decided there is a proper way of opening the curtains, then do it your fucking self. That was the route I'd gone down. <laughs> <laughs> sure that went well. Not massively. I'll you be guys are all. <laughs> so Get him a drink, Suzanne. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's going to be one of those AOBs, isn't it? Which, which are the best, of course. Um, Russ, I feel like it should be you next. Uh, well, <clears throat> you can come to me if you want. I mean, there's a cricket tournament that's nearly over. Which <laughs> are, we, are we not going there? No, no, again, no, no. Please, no, 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 I'm not going to. Uh, I, I could talk about the state of English Test cricket, maybe that's should be reserved for another uh podcast. I hope so. That's uh, another day, take, um, and time. What I will just briefly mention is when um, will I say gun laws? I mean, gun laws in this country are pretty tight, aren't they? But like the poor people in Plymouth last week, I just like it brought it home to me the fact that it was literally, you know, I say down the road, you know, that this sort of shit doesn't happen in the southwest in Devon and Cornwall, but clearly, clearly it does. And you know, whatever that geezer had going on is not any excuse for killing women, children, members of the like. It's just fucking weird. And I mean, it, it's, it's saying where it is is not the point at all, is it? Like dumb no. rain all those years ago. That's no, absolutely yeah, it's not where not. you expect. You never. It's not where you expect it to be because you don't expect it to be anywhere. You know, no, it's, you're it's right. Just but it just yeah. But like, if if you were to say to me, oh, in central London, somebody went and shot three or four people, I probably wouldn't be shocked. I I would be mm-hmm. sad, yeah. but I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Well, in fact, I say sad. Like, I just, I would feel sad. Um, but yeah, the fact that it was, it was just down the road. It was, it was all kind of on a, on a normal sort of sleepy estate. It just, it's just odd, isn't it? Just a bit odd. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what you can, what you can say to add to that, really. Um, let's move on, shall we? Mark, give us. That- Bring it it back down to... uh, (laughs) Thanks for coming to me after that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Too quick. quick. I was hiding behind the microphone. Just don't (laughs) don't make eye contact. I'm just going to move. Screw it. Rich, you're going to you. No, that's it. You've done it. (laughs) Bollocks. Um, I'm going to go with something slightly less serious. Air fryers. Air fryers are the new CrossFit. They're the new veganism. 
two years ago, no one knew what a fucking air fryer was. And now anyone who has one will tell you how brilliant they are and won't shut up about them. And do you know how I know about this? Because my dad has one. He bought one and wouldn't shut up about how great it was. So when I went and visited them, because I hadn't for 15 months, he got the air fryer out to make some chips and show me how great they were. And they were bloody brilliant. And now I have an air fryer. And I'm really <laughs> unhappy about this. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you've got one. You're, I know. Uh, I managed to avoid CrossFit and veganism, but apparently air fryers is, is the, the hill I'm going to die on. I thought the conclusion of that story was going to be how mediocre they were, not how good they were. Yeah, that's yeah, disappointing. Tell it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell it better, Rich. Come I, on. I do. I do. <laughs> I do have um, one little one, which is MotoGP, which is MotoGP last weekend was probably the most entertaining motorsport I have watched in a very long time. So the Red Bull ring and it rained with about three or four laps to go. And almost all of the leading group dived in and one guy, Brad Binder, stayed out and basically rode round at 180 miles an hour on an ice rink and won. And another guy, one of the guys who came in, overtook six people in the last lap to come second. It was ridiculous and brilliantly entertaining. Um, and yeah, that's why motorbikes are much better than F1. I'm, I'm going to stick out my neck out here. MotoGP is, that might be my air fryer. I don't care. No particular reason. <laughs> MotoGP is great. I'm, it, I'm sure it is. Couldn't be less but, interested. Do you watch uh, any motorsport, Adam? I, I, I occasionally watch F1, but I don't enjoy. It. I, I used to like it, and I don't. And I, I, it's if I'm honest, if I watch it, I'm sort of forcing myself to a little bit, and I, I, I don't have time to get into another sport anyway. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. Uh, what was what was I going to say? Oh, no, I was going to talk about crowds coming back to live sport and having been a member of the crowd at Spurs on Sunday, which was great. It's like fantastic to be in amongst that kind of noise again, if nothing else. And that just that the atmosphere it was fantastic. Obviously, it helps when you get a unexpected win. Um, but it we've forgotten, like we've all missed the crowds. Um, even if you're watching on TV, it's not the same. Like, regardless, none of the experience is the same for anyone. Um, and obviously, it's great for all this stuff to come back. But you remember the stuff that irritated you, like the behaviour of some fans in inverted commas. I didn't see how didn't weren't any issues at Spurs. In fact, the uh, yeah, I didn't didn't see didn't see anything there. But there've been a few things at other places. There might have been some stuff at, at Spurs in other parts of the ground. I don't know, but you forget how much there definitely was. Oh, oh, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, just and, and silly little things like suddenly, what is it? And I've forgotten about this, and it's always irritated me. I've never brought it up here, um, but the phenomenon of the camera panning to somebody or a couple of people in the crowd and then just watching them sit there biting their nails for two seconds and then they spot themselves on the big screen and go, oh yeah, oh yeah, we, we don't need that. Stop it. Just pretend you haven't noticed or do a Mooney or something different. I don't need to see you wave. Stop it. We don't Adam, need that. Adam, you'd have been watching the test earlier when they cut to 
like a small family in the crowd and the dad's like oh oh we're on tv we're on tv and his teenage son basically gave him a look that was like fuck off dad yeah i approve <laughs> good good for him good for yeah. him in fact give me the guy who at the cricket the proper cricket definitely not the other cricket um who decided when the camera was on him that he would bury his face in someone's breast i don't know if you saw that <laughs> like yeah. properly went in for a full meal <laughs> oh come on <laughs> but don't don't just wave like a dickhead don't do that um people also, are un, like ridiculously happy to see themselves on a big screen i don't i don't get it i probably would be that dickhead as well be happy just do something different with, with also, your final, thought, final thing <laughs> not sure they like those intersporting venues <laughs> well they have them in the grounds now they're that cool oh god Pat, you uh, you were wittering about the word properly. Um, cringe is a verb, not an adjective. Yes. Well um, said. Mark, any other business? Bring us home. Two quick things. Um, one, loving the use of VAR at the start of this season so much, but I've whinged a lot about VAR last year, and um, thank God it's been implemented sensibly. We're actually like getting decisions that are right and sensible this season, which is good. Um, and also... time. <laughs> yeah well i hope it can uh, just like long may it continue that they're not like drawing fucking stupid lines across pitches anymore because yeah it's, if it's that close to call it's onside simple as that um and and just a quick one about the olympics because I, I go into every olympics feeling a bit cynical about it and i think it's usually because it comes hot off the heels of the euros or a world cup or whatever it is that year and I'm like, oh, not another major sporting event. And then like two or three days. No, no more sport. I know. <laughs> but, I, but I get a bit like that. I, I think I'm getting like weary of it. And th this year was exactly the same. I went into it feeling. And every year I end up loving it because it's the Olympics. It's brilliant. But I went into it with my like usual scepticism. And, and this year especially, I was being all like high and mighty about it because of the age of some of the competitors. And I was reading about um, I was reading about Sky Brown and thinking, God, why why on earth are they allowing thirteen year old girls into the Olympics? It's it's a joke. It shouldn't happen. It's you know what it makes a mockery of sport and all of this bollocks. And then we are, then I chose to watch it, and I was watching it with my son, and my son has has watched a bit of the Olympics, and he thought some of it was all right. He you know he he enjoyed certain bits of it, but I've never seen him get as inspired to try a sport as watching someone who's only four years older than him competing at that level and doing well, that he suddenly went out and picked up his um, rubbish Christmas purchase from about three years ago of a skateboard that he's never used. He went and got it and started skateboarding up and down our road outside. So I think if it's going to inspire kids of that age to get up and try and sports that they weren't going to do before and actually just get off their xboxes to go and do something then more for it and great that the you know the people of that age are in because they're inspiring the youth so good on them that was weirdly uplifting until so, nerf makes it into the olympics <laughs> his best bet. yeah absolutely right yeah until until genuinely it feels like it won't be long until Fortnite is an olympic event <laughs> Record viewers, it will get. Yeah, and Unf it would. unfathomable. Yeah. Oh. Can Are I have you... one last NFL-related thing? Sorry to bring us back through. So, Jaguars made well. Everyone made their first five roster cuts today, or first however many they needed to do to cut it down to eighty-five. And one of those was Tim Tebow. And all uh, of the why? 
all of the questions all of the questions in the Jaguars media were why have you cut Tim Tebow and all of the press releases from the various media agencies was Jaguars cut Tim Tebow and there's four other people they've cut today they've cut DJ Daniel Daniel Ross Tim Jones and the other guy whose name I've forgotten shit that's really undermined my point but the point is (laughs) the point is all this focus on one guy is disrespectful to the other guys who got caught. And particularly since this guy, he, Tebow's already made a lot of money, right? Three of the guys who got caught were undrafted free agents who've never played an NFL snap. So they're the guys who need your support right now. And this focus on one guy is... I, I don't like it. It really upsets me. At least DJ Daniel's got a second career on the wedding disco circuit. <laughs> I want to know who the guy is that you've forgotten to mention. In fact, I'm going to name the episode after him. Don't say who it is. Nice. I'll never forget it again. Don't say who it is. It's Josh Imotobabe. And I've oh, the pronunciation of that, so that's all the more disappointing that I forgot it. <laughs> right, there you go. Um, I, I totally agree with that. Tebow doesn't, Tebow doesn't need it, but the other guys do. It means It will mean a lot more to them. And... Yeah. And in it fairness, was... when, when Maya was asked what were your decisions for cutting Tebow, he's like, well, you know, it was hard to cut all of those guys and he listed off all of the names and, uh, you know, wished them well. So Maya understands, but the media don't and all the press releases don't. And that's that's upsetting. But none of that's Tebow's fault, to be fair to him. I he's... wasn't blaming Tebow. I was blaming no, journalists. And, uh, yeah, I think that's because and... Tebow seems to get an awful lot of hate for basically humbling himself to try and play a different position at his age when he's made that money and you know I think he deserves a bit of credit for that and it's not his fault that he gets all the coverage that he gets I I don't know Pat I think you were you were also making the point earlier that he you know why cut him now why not give him a bit longer to because he don't, don't need to cut him now but I don't know they've, they've <laughs> they, watched they him know, play they know. but yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and yeah. that might be the case for the other guys I don't, I don't know but you, you sort of I almost feel that, yeah, they're right to cut Tebow now, but instinctively feel bad for the other guys that you want to give more an opportunity to. But maybe that's, I don't know if that's the right way of looking at it, um, but it probably doesn't matter, ultimately. Um, it matters to them, of course it does. And uh, they they might get gigs gigs elsewhere. They might be re-signed by the Jags. That can be how it works. Some you know, A lot of those guys could be yo-yos off practice squads um, you know, doing the the rounds and the, the waivers and all the rest of it. Um, and that can be people's careers. Absolutely. So it's just the, the way it goes. Right. You're going to be the running back for the Rams. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Unfortunately, running backs also have to block. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a problem. <laughs> Little one. Right. We are definitely done. Um, if you've got this far, you're an idiot. But we appreciate it. <laughs> Go well, everybody. Go well. Go well. I wouldn't be surprised if that was Leeds fans fighting each other either. No, probably. Uh, Equally plausible. <laughs>